Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing Titan. It's a French word. I don't really know how to say it, Caitlin. Please don't correct me. It is the latest um, from the director who brought us Raw, which was a big, uh, pretty big fan favorite on BGH here a few years ago. So we're going to talk about all of that coming up. But first up, joining me from Manhattan, New York City... He is, as you know, the wind beneath my wings. Please welcome John Schnorris to the show. I'm, I'm like the titanium plate in your head. <laughs> You're the other set of footprints in the sand, John, I think. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Wait, Jesus. wouldn't I be like the... <laughs> no, no, but like... <laughs> you see his hair? I, I thought there's only one set of footprints because well, Jesus is carrying you. If I'm being I, honest, right now, like, there's probably one set of footprints right now. <laughs> They're probably yours. <laughs> And well, like some a, of us like to do it on our own, John. So there's two sets. <laughs> it's one set with a drag mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next up on the show from Richmond, Virginia. Please welcome Caitlin. Hi, Eric. I'm comfy tonight in a robe, contacts out, glasses on. Um, I thought it was a nice shirt, actually. I couldn't even tell. But I love it, it definitely is, yes. A nice wrap dress, not a robe from Tori. We, uh, <laughs> we were just talking about TikTok before the show. You know what I learned from TikTok just this morning, Caitlin? What? That the, the um, tie thing on a robe there, it doesn't go all the way around. It just goes through the front loops. Yeah, but this one is just a, like one loop in the Wait back. Wait a second, did you so know I will... you knew that? Yeah, from what? I learned from TikTok. Oh, amazing! Yeah, no, guys, there's no way that's real, John. That's yes, that's it is. No nonsense. It's real. Why is there a loop in the back then? Are you sure there's there, a loop in the well, back? Well, mine has a loop in the back, but most have two loops on the sides, like one over each hip. Oh, I see. I see. So okay. you run it across the front through the side, and then no, back no. around front. Just to tie through it. the front, you tie it, and it just it cinches it up. Basically putting it around the outside does basically putting it around the outside does nothing. It's just uh, meant to cinch those two loops together to tighten it up. Gotcha. John, I know what to get you for Christmas. I don't know. Really? When do I wear? When am I going to wear a robe? Come on. I'd recording. I'm not going to lie. I'd wear one. John's a freestyler. Someone can send me a robe. Next up, I like to be able to be quick on my feet at all times. It's hard in a robe. Next up on the show, from Indiana, please welcome Casey. Hello. And last up tonight, joining us for the first time from the Zombie Girls, please welcome Matilda to the show. Hello. Uh, Matilda, That you have the fanciest name, I think, of anyone who's ever been on the show. A fancy name? <laughs> I'm from like a long line of like Bernas and Hilmas. And I love it. So I kind of <laughs> lucked out. Yeah. Love that. Uh, and, and also, <laughs> is St. John your real last name? That's, that's... It is, yeah. That is, Don't you've definitely, you're now the... <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry, if that if that was inappropriate, I take it back. That's definitely the fanciest name by like a country mile, I would say. I love it. Um, <laughs> and also, like Rachel, who's been Rachel. Uh, I'm trying. Matilda is Matilda the or not Matilda? Um, Ariel's from the West Coast too, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of West Coasters joining BGH these days, so you know. Yes, we have big rains, so we're not on fire anymore. So that's, good. <laughs> that's good. That's very good. All right, guys, like I mentioned, we are here tonight to talk about Titan. Caitlin, just this once, I'll let you um, correct me and tell me how it's supposed to be said. I don't speak French. I I, I don't know. It's probably like Titan. Titan. John? I No, I would have said Titan. I don't and I'm sticking with the English. Know? I don't, don't think French. I don't think. <laughs> actually, actually, 
No, I don't know. I don't <laughs> Casey, I don't think French people say <laughs> yeah, ends, so I fair. think Caitlin might be onto something there, but who I, knows? I wouldn't know. Americans. But Matilda did say she has lots of French experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's <laughs> Titan. I think not <laughs> me, but I I'm Every, gonna revert to Titan. Everything I know <laughs> everything I know I about everything I know about French I learned from the uncle in Home Alone. So I don't know if that counts, but Hey, if it's good enough for propane, it's good enough for Titan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and review Titan. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome to Prime Time. Main feature. John Schnars. Yes, Eric. How you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Got, it's marathon week over here. Ah, oh, uh, you're running the marathon. Oh. On Friday, uh, Sunday. How's yeah, your yeah. training going? I mean, I'm done, man. This is this is coast week. I'm like antsy because I haven't run that much all week. And do you have your um, outfit planned out in case any BGHers are going to be in there and want to hand you a drink? Well, I'm I'm running in Philadelphia. Uh, so, you know, there's some, there's some locals so in not and around the, city. the area. Uh, no, no. New York city was two weeks ago. They did the marathon. Um, yeah, well, the hard part is it's going to be cold. So I'm, I think I'm going to wear like a neon yellow shirt to start, but I'll probably take it off and mm-hmm. ditch that. Go on. It warms up. What's underneath that? And then I've, boy? I've got like a white with a blue stripe on it. Okay. Situation. There you go. No sleeves. It's like, it's not a. It's not a tank, but it's like the sleeveless. I like all this. Guns out, Eric. Guns out. <laughs> well, I mean, what? there's no other way to <laughs> These go. These runner guns. <laughs> noted, noted. There's guns. no other way to go, John. Well, that's good luck to you, sir. Yeah, thanks. When is that? Is it like on Thanksgiving the day before or the day of or something? No, it, well, it's the Sunday. It's on Sunday before Thanksgiving. Before. That's a good call. It's great because I can I can go wild. Like on legit, I'm going <laughs> to, it's going to be scary what happens next week then for my family mostly. <laughs> post, post-carbo loading. Ah, uh, God. Yeah. I love it. I haven't, I haven't had a drink in three weeks. <gasps> yeah. That's a long time for uh, this pandemic shutdown. Yeah. Well, please... Uh, <laughs> Please send uh, us pictures, and Caitlin and I will uh, uh, boost you there on the social media. You mean create a social media presence, period? For you, yes. <laughs> he doesn't know yet, Eric, but yeah. <laughs> he <already> got it covered. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, yeah. Mr. Schnars, please bring us the word of the day. Eric, today's word is a cranioplasty. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Cranioplasty. So this isn't like a, this is I'm going to have to read from the Wikipedia here, uh, not from, you know, an actual dictionary, although this is a real word. Cranioplasty is a surgical operation on the repairing of cranial defects caused by previous injuries or operations such as decompressive craniectomy. It is performed by filling the defective area with a range of materials, usually a bone piece from the patient or a synthetic material. I couldn't tell. Example, I couldn't tell what that was supposed to be in the movie. It looked like she had a little malignant situation going on. 
No, well, she got a cranioplasty. Yeah, she got in a car accident. But it looked like brain. Like, was that brain or just tissue? Or, like, what was that? Oh, it's like scar tissue. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so it's, I mean, it's a titanium plate is what she has. That's, I believe, where the name of the film comes from. You could say she was titanium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, cranioplasty. That's what that's called. Uh, if you ever have to have a metal plate although it does sound like they're not using the metal as much anymore Mm -hmm. um interestingly cranioplasty closely related to trephination or trepanation Ooh, that one i'm familiar with yeah and the earliest operation is dated to 3000 bc yeah trepanation was where they would like drill a hole in your skull to like let evil bad things out the demons yeah Yeah. Yeah. let the evil gases out any moment i have a headache i'm like just drill a hole let the pressure out Apparently, people That's could grim. stay alive after That's having that done, which is pretty wild, especially yeah. even in like you know. Well, you don't have any uh, nerve endings in your brain, right? So it's not like, I mean, your like head hurts. I think but. probably, yeah, I would guess. All right, so there you go. Impress your friends, cranioplasty. <laughs> Impress your friends. Taking that one into the morning meeting tomorrow. Yeah. Did you guys hear about this uh, cranial plasma? Um, yeah. John, you guys hear about a titan? <laughs> John, can you? Uh, snort. John, can you tell me about titan? And yes, go ahead. Never mind. I like honestly. I Caitlin is certainly more prepared. I, you know, so you know she can keep me in line here. The, uh, as you mentioned, this comes to us from the director of Raw. Her name is Julia Ducornau. Ducorneau. I think it's, I don't know, it ends in A-U, I would say, Al, but she is French, as we've been discussing. Um, it's her second feature film. It won the Palme d'Or. Is that, uh, you I know, like, everyone just d'or. blanket forgiveness for all the pronunciations, mm-hmm. I, I would say, up front. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most, it was a Palme d'Or. Yeah, at the no most one, recent con, con film festival. No one whose native language is English should be expected to be able to pronounce French words, John. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, it, so this the movie tells the story of Alexia. Uh, she is played by Ag- Agatha, or Agatha Roussel, uh, who this is, her, we'll come back to this, first feature film wow. appearance. That's like... Real I hot mean, out of the gate. Wildly impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like cancel all the awards. Um, <laughs> I'm like only partially joking there, um, which we'll discuss. Uh, so it tells the story of Alexia. Um, the film opens with her getting into a car accident with her father uh, in which it's not it's funny because it's not like uh, some huge cinematic crazy car wreck. Uh, she's kicking a seat. She's an asshole kid is what mm. is established in the first scene of this film um, causes the car wreck effectively get causes her father to get into a car wreck. She gets this metal plate put in her head. We then flash forward to her as an adult She's working at a car show as as like a dancer. Um, and Was that a car show? It looked like some kind of weird underground fetish. Like I legit yeah. couldn't tell if this was some kind of weird car sex club. And it was like, what was is very, happening right now? It was now? very Vin Diesel. <laughs> I mean, so like I've I think I've I have been I've been to a motorcycle show. I've never been to a car no, show. I mean, but you're like, probably right. I'm just saying the way it's presented in the movie is pretty wild. Well, they have so like. I don't know, like a regular car show there. And like, this is more like stereotype probably than anything else. Like there, there's like the car girl who like stands with the car or whatever. And like, 
I don't know. You're right. This is like a more extreme version of that because they're basically like, I mean, she's doing. Well, right. It's that, like but a, then put well, it in. It's a, not a striptease, but it's like that kind. It's of, that, but then exotic dance, dance number. Put it in a French, exotic French yeah. movie. There we go. Okay. I was hoping someone was going to step in and tell me what that was called. I saw you. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was floundering for a second there. I, well, you, you don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, so she, so she's doing that. She's like, quote unquote famous in this circle is like sort of what it looks like. And, and there's like people who want her autograph. Um, there's like a scene in a shower that we can talk about if we want to later. It's not super material to the film. She is followed out of this, uh, event by a guy who, um, gets, it's like, he's not super rapey, but he definitely is like on the line of getting rapey. And then, um, he's not, she just straight cool. kills him. He's not cool. Like he, let's say that. he, no, he's, he's very inappropriate. He's a like, very, he's like a yeah, yeah. It's like, stalker. yeah, but, uh, but she murders him. Like, you know, it's like a pretty aggressive murder situation. Um, and what we come to learn over the next, let's say like 20 minutes is that, this isn't the first murder uh, because on the TV they are talking about a string of murders happening in the south of France. Um, and we we then see her murder several other people. <laughs> she, she murders one woman who she's sort of – it's one of the other dancers that she had met. They're sort of like in, in a – like well, they're at least like having a tryst of some kind, uh, whether or not they're in like any kind of relationship I guess is hard to know. But um, she then murders like – her and all of her roommates in one scene. So it, the film comes out of the gate really wild. Lots of killing. Um, Is that what they were roommates? A, I, I think feel like I zoned out and was like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> there was just like other people. Trying. I just assumed it was the roommates. Yeah. Because um, I thought well, she lived with her parents. That's why I was confused at that scene. Well, no, no, she not, does, but this is her dates roommates. Dates, yeah. Right. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. Seen. That makes sense. Yeah. So the the basically the beginning of the film establishes that she has this fetish for metal and and cars um that she does not have healthy interpersonal relationships um probably the most important scene she has intercourse mm -hmm. with a cadillac i would guess mm -hmm. i'm not like a huge car guy but that's what it looked like um some it's like... also one that has like hydraulics so it's like bouncing <laughs> oh my god the there's bouncing. like a starting with her yeah, well, there's like an S and M oh, type. The, I don't know. Like she was like tied up, kind of, or she had like kind of <laughs> straps in the back. Seatbelts. Yeah. Is that what they? I guess they were seatbelts. Oh, I didn't yeah. even. I, God, I didn't. Put I that pulled together. a Casey, and when I pulled a Casey in the scene, and when the hydraulics started going, I burst out laughing. <laughs> it was. It was aggressive. <laughs> the yeah. hydraulics. And, were I mean, so even fun. more aggressive is there's a shot the next morning where she's laying in bed, sort of like. Yes. scratching her inner thigh and she turns over and there's like it's you know she has motor like her underwear is stained with the oil motor yeah motor oil. um i don't know a lot so the, about cars john but i couldn't I, really track what was going on there no yeah it's more um it's conceptual like me, yeah or i was gonna say like a metaphorical sure. intercourse situation or some transhumanism maybe yeah, yeah yeah no totally i don't yeah. know what that means sure um well so really quick just to finish this out because like look i'm gonna stop basically at she, <laughs> she, has get it out of my head. <laughs> she she becomes pregnant with a car baby. um with with the car baby i mean like it's pretty clear from just everything that we see in the film like that that's what has been set up 
I believe it, Rachel it, called it Cadillac positive, which was like the funniest <laughs> thing I've heard all year. <laughs> but the, um, so, so at the same time, the, the like serial killer situation is unraveling. Like she has been, she's being tracked and caught or, or is like they're on her tail. And so what she does is she undertakes a, a transformation and becomes uh, this boy who has been missing for like nine years, I believe. Um, they keep showing him on the news. It's like unclear to me why he was back on the news, but um, well, she's she, like, anniversary. Oh, okay. Oh, so but, he's, okay, because yeah, she also sees the um, the board in the airport flipping through missing kids. Yeah. So she sees this kid. She cuts off all of her hair. And she like kind of looks like him. She, I mean, we'll get into kind that. Of. But she breaks her. <laughs> she breaks her own nose. Because that was like a big part. Like her, she had a pretty thin nose, and she it, she breaks it, and it kind of like puffs Oof, out. Um, brutal. And then she goes to the police and says, "Like I'm this kid." I think, right? Like, doesn't I think that's she actually like goes in to like report herself at that point? Adrian, yeah, she yeah herself as Adrian. And so he, she's, she is, she now as this boy is reunited with her father, who is a fireman, and the rest of the film, that dude is her living with her father, Vincent played by Vincent Linden is the actor's name um, in this firehouse and hiding her car baby. <clears throat> Again, we'll talk about the body horror situation going on there. Um, yeah. And it's sort of a, like be, the rest of the movie after a lot of murdering becomes like a relationship story with car baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, all right. Matilda, as our guest this evening, why don't you kick us off? What did you think of um, Titan? So I really, really loved this movie. Um, (laughs) I really loved Raw, and so I was pretty excited for it. Um, The longer I sit with it, I'm kind of, there are some aspects that I'm kind of wondering how they land for other people, um, especially around the gender stuff, but I am... um, I just, it was a ride and I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was really great. Love it. Casey. Um, I think it's pretty well known around here that I like a movie that blows my mind. and gives me something I'm not expecting. And this Titan nailed that. I did not know what to make of this movie. I had, you know, like a fair warning of what we we're getting into and it just watching it unfold. I was literally slack jawed a couple times in this once we figured out and we got the reveal that um, she was pregnant with the car baby. And I was like, I am in if They got to show me something with the car baby at the, at the end. I am here. <laughs> and I was also a big fan of raw. So uh, I was excited to see this going in and I'm impressed. I think it was even better. Caitlin. Yeah, Raw is a top 10 of all time for me. I loved it, and I was very, very excited about Titan. Um, and there's a lot to say about sort of what that did to Decor now as a director. I think sort of everyone was like, Raw's amazing, gotta top it. And there was a lot of pressure for her when writing this. Um, she was having dreams, like anxiety dreams, about giving birth to a car piece by piece. So that's where some of this came from. But I was super stoked to see Titan, and I did get to see it in theaters which was um, 
weird. <laughs> well, we got to say, you've had a lot of, like, you sound so chill right now talking about it. You've had a lot of time to process this movie. You got out of that movie and started texting us literally like you had lost your mind. Like, you sounded yeah. genuinely disturbed. I was shaken. <laughs> Caitlin's first text Wait, was, was it, literally... Was Caitlin's God. first text was literally, we need to cover this because I need questions answered. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, I need help. I was like, this is the most grotesque thing I've ever seen. I texted the three of, uh, the, I texted Eric, Casey, and, and John, and then I texted Ariel and Rachel from the Zombie Girls Network, and I was like, I, I need help with this. Like, everyone, can we rally? Like, I need. I just I need, need a witness. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're like you're like your tornado horn went off. It was like, yeah. yes. <laughs> Wait, how crowded was the theater? Um, I went with my friend Colleen and there is a plug it up episode. And Colleen uh, was the one that was on that with me. Um, so it was the two of us. And then there were two other people in the theater and they were each there individually. And yeah, I wanted to be like, gather around. Were like, they dudes? <laughs> were they guys? Um, one was, uh, someone who seemed like a, just like a dude bro. And then there was someone there that was pretty androgynous. I'm not sure what their gender presentation was, but I was just like, all right, guys, like we experienced this together. So. And it, I mean, it just goes places. Like I, I was, when I was watching this the other day, I think I texted you all and I was like, I wouldn't have been comfortable watching this in the theater. Like it was that first yeah. 10 minutes is so yeah. sexual. It's like a grass. It's like being at like a strip club. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> Which like, I don't want to do anyway. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> All right, John. Well, yes, we get it. It's uh, yeah. It's... No, well, like the only time you're in a strip club is you're like basically blacked out drunk. It's like the only <laughs> way to go. Like, so you're like, yeah. well, yeah. I need more about this later. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're going different places, but <laughs> I am intrigued. But um, yeah, we'll get into the details. Uh, I think this might be my number one for 2021. I really like it, especially the more I watch it. I've watched it three times now. Um, also, was on the More Deadly podcast, which is a Zombie Girls podcast, and we talked about it. Uh, me, Ariel, and Rachel, and. Every time I talk about it, I find more things that I forgot because my brain just like went blank during some moments or got scrubbed because it's shocking. (laughs) There's a moment where someone lights their chest on fire. There's a moment where the Macarena is sung for like 60 seconds. It's like, I was like, my oh, brain has like Macarena. slowly recovered these pieces. So. Yeah, that was a PSA, the ma- Macarena thing. Cause that is, I, that is how they teach yeah. it when you get a, uh, like CPR training. Just reminds me, it just reminded me of that episode mm-hmm. of the office where they were doing it to stay yeah. alive. Yeah. Did any of but, you catch uh, yourself when they were doing the Macarena breathing in the pattern? <laughs> no, in the theater, I was, my response in the theater was to like put the, my feet against the seat in front of me and like push myself back into my seat and had my mm. hands up and I love body horror like one of my favorite subgenres of horror and uh love, huh? yeah this was a lot you even love for me. yeah I love <laughs> I do I love raw I think it you know there's a lot it, it it makes people uncomfortable and I kind of like that but um I I was surprised it couldn't and John I think even you said wow and you've seen some shit because <laughs> I was very freaked out but I've come to really love it well, you, so you had made, I was going into this, exp- honestly expecting it to be worse. Like it was not, it, like you had kind of made it seem so crazy that by the time I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, like it's, <laughs> it's no messing around. <laughs> there is, yeah. it is. But, um, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I, I also love this movie. Like we're, I, I'm worried we're going to have like a gush fest, but that's fine. 
Sometimes it's it's like necessary. It's just like there's no other movie I've ever seen that's like this movie. I mean, it's just so wild. It's wild. That's and a hundred. I, that's the perfect way to put it. There is no other movie like this. Yeah, and <laughs> I've been like, I, it's it's one of those movies now where I'm like telling people about it, and, and I like feel weird telling people. I'm kind of like, yo. I know you like some crazy shit and like if you want to see the craziest shit like this is the one you got to watch you know like it feels like secret knowledge a little bit mm. um yeah and it's and it's don't we don't get those movies as often nowadays cuz the the whole oh. the landscape of the genres kind of changed some and some yeah, of, and some of the craziest yeah. ones it's worth pointing out were french from like the 2010s well and we've talked about this in the past like just foreign movies in general i feel like they can press boundaries and maybe that's because creatively the filmmakers feel more free to do that i don't know like it's i just feel like it's so rare these days that you get an american made i don't I mean that all that said like the uh ari asters and the hmm. uh the gentleman who made the lighthouse whose name i'm gonna forget Robert, eggers. but even yeah. but even eggers or aster are working in just this side of slightly more mainstream than something like this you know what I'm saying? Like this well, is still like, edgier yeah, than that stuff. This is still like, much, much further. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like even narratively, the parts are so disparate that it doesn't feel like a traditional narrative. Even so, like yeah. the structure yeah. that's comforting to a lot of us wasn't even here for it. So it's like well, it's shocking what you see. I and do like, like I do like structure. I I do. I would argue there's like a three act structure here, but it yeah. is it's like it's not necessarily it's it's the shifts and how much is changing act to act. Yeah. Well, and then sometimes I mean, scene to scene, there's, Caitlin, you you kind of said, and I, I guess I hadn't even thought of it. It's like there's so much shit that happens in this movie that you just like forget. Like some of those kills are really aggressive kills early in the film, and like by the time the movie's over, you're like, what? You know, you forget that that even happened because so much other yeah. crazy. She burned her parents alive. I mean, oh yeah. well, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and it's an afterthought. It's like, oh yeah, fuck. She well, and we'll talk about, it, but like it is, it's a really interesting movie because there's no. I kept she's waiting. the main character. I kept waiting she, for them she, to come back. The parents? Oh no, they were real dead. <laughs> well, I know, but um, then, but then, because there was like we were talking about like fire. I don't know. It just seemed like there was a door open where like maybe they were just going to be like, huh? Well, she, they, you never, they never hmm. show it to you. There's no like you don't see the house burning down. Because what? I, and maybe this is just well, my mind going like traditional movie territory. But where my mind is is like even if one of these parents survived for a short amount of time when somebody showed up, they could have told them about her. Well, no, you know what? Because the cops were looking for they, her anyway. She was already wanted. So I guess that wouldn't have yeah, really yeah. changed. They had Didn't the they posters the, out with her picture. Yeah. They showed the parents, though, right? They found the parents. Oh, uh, no, that was her. They found some. She was like out on a call with her fake dad firefighter guy. They showed the one of the roommates that she attacked got away and saw her face, and that's where they get the sketch from. Right. Uh, mm. Yeah. In any event, I mean, there's no good guy in this movie. Like, she's heinous uh, in, <laughs> in her behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the... I mean, John, the, like, car, the car was just trying to get his, you know? Like, I don't know. Well, and... <laughs> But even the like firefighter dad becomes so complicated so by bizarre. the end of the movie. I think, listen, as good as she is, and especially knowing that it's her first like feature performance, she's amazing. I think that dude who plays the firefighter dad kind of steals the show because he is yeah. so utterly bizarre, and there are so many layers 
to that performance. Yeah. Like especially he's the first like in a, a lot guy. of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he's yeah. like a pretty famous uh, a per, actor. A, in France. A, a French, he's a French, my guess, a but. French guy. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty on board. So I like. Um, um, I've been having just some like uh, some pain issues this week. So I was like not in a great mood. But I was like last night. I'm like I I gotta watch this movie. So I put it on. I'm like, all right, subtitles, let's do this. And like, honestly, I sat through this whole thing in one sitting, which for a movie that I don't have to is kind of rare these days. And it was mostly like, I it, it, it has a very intense train wreck kind of vibe and that you cannot look away. It's, you're just rubbernecking at this movie the whole time. Um, I think, Caitlin, you kind of hit it on the head for me, which is that, you absolutely never know what is going to happen next or even even know what is happening when it's happening. Some, like sometimes shit's happening. You're just like, sure, I'm just going to pretend I know what's happening. Or even right you now. see it and then you have to kind of like check. <laughs> I was like, Colleen, did, was that right? Like that's it what is, happens. You know, like you're like, oh, what? <laughs> it is grounded in reality and yet fascinatingly kind of detached from reality. Mm-hmm. I was pretty excited um, as a person who's just like my attention span. I have trouble with, um, subtitles, but like there's long stretches of this movie with no dialogue at all or dialogue that's not even really that impactful. Like, so I was yeah. able to actually really enjoy the visuals of the movie. I was just, we were just talking about this the other week, John. That like, it bums me out that I can't like watch the movie while I'm reading it. But this is a really, really fantastic looking film with a lot of visual creativity put behind it. Um, so proud of you reading. Thanks, buddy. Watching well, Eric, that's time. what I queued up John, for. It's you. I was really like, like, well, hey, buddy, you won't have to read, but so much. Legit, she though. Barely fucking talks. It's an attention span thing for me. It is like my brain cannot stay locked into a movie when I'm reading. Like no, I just I can't love, do it. I'm giving you a hard time. I get it. But the, um, I think one of the most like the way that the entire setting of the movie changes the end of the first act oh. is probably the bravest thing that it does and i think it's the it's the thing that makes it so unique to have established the whole world of the main character and then to just burn it down literally and figuratively and then have her escape watch her escape and her kind of machinations of like figuring out what she's going to do next and then to watch her like figure out how to ingratiate herself into this world and then it's like a whole it's a whole other story, but it's also still her story. And that's, it's kind of fascinating the way they wove all that stuff together. Um, and like, dude, you could write, you could write theses that that was loud. I can hear that. You can write theses on like the relationship between fake dad and her and like, yeah, whatever the hell's going on there. It's like, I, I don't even know how to get into it. It's just, it's weirdly, sexual at times it's like you can't really tell um if he knows or not or if he even cares as that develops later on like he does give her indications that he what he's like at some point he's literally just like i don't care who you are like he's just lonely i think well it's these two people who are both bad people like john said you're not rooting for anybody but they're both pretty fucked up they're both pretty delusional especially vincent and they find this connection. And for him, it's very much, this is my son for her. And it's like, this is my son, regardless of who this actually is. <laughs> and for yeah. her, it's like, can you deliver my baby? You know, it's like, they have this fucked up connection. I don't know what it means. I don't know if, you know, I, I just, it, I love it. <laughs> yeah, And it's layered, right? Like it's layered in that they, 
they have kind of their surface fucked up connection. And then they both figure out that they have like secrets that they're coping with about their body Mm. in different ways. Mm. And like that becomes another layer that they know each other's secret. Yeah. That's really, that's hiding it. He's hiding his jabs, right? Right. Same way so that she's hiding the baby. Steroids, yeah. That's really interesting, right? Because he has this really like tortured relationship with his masculinity. Like he does steroids. Yeah. He's a firefighter. He's got to always put on this front of this tough guy. They have the most like homoerotic like firefighter firefighter parties where they're just <laughs> <Fire> like <party. laughs> they're just like sweating and greasy and like dancing in the weirdest way. Like it's. It is. There's a tender well, no one. And there's attempt, a mosh one. It's bizarre. no attempt to bring women to these parties. <laughs> Not at which, all. I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, I just. It was interesting. No, but know. again, yeah. So I hadn't really thought about it that way. But the the kind of uh, juxtaposition between her and his deal. It it happens so gradually too, because like when she first gets into this, she's trying to run away from him, like within five minutes of meeting him. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's like a ride out of the police station. And so she gets out of the police station and he, he stops her. And, and so then she's, there's sort of this moment of like, all right, well I'll give this like a day. And then it's like, I'll give this a week. You know, that was what it never felt inorganic. Like there was never a point where I was like, nah, like, and I say that even as it, it's so, um, I don't know. There, it plays with them. Like the tension here is almost like, us understanding how they're both lying to each other, you know, or like when that's going to begin to unravel and they just keep ratcheting. Well, like you said, she has, she tries to run away when they get to the firehouse and then she has the opportunity to leave and take her hairpin and do whatever she wants with it when he's passed out from, I guess, a steroid Mm -hmm. overdose or something. And she decides to stay and he has the ability to be like, get lost when he sees her body and realizes like, I mean, he's pretty delusional and you know that he's choosing to believe this is Adrian the whole time, but there's pretty like irrefutable proof for him that that's, that's not Adrian. And he invites her to stay. So it's like, they both had these opportunities to leave Mm -hmm. and they decide not to. And there's, it's like the relationship there is very weird, but I, I enjoy the fact that they both are like, well, Guess we're doing this fake family thing, dude. One well, of the most here's, intense. Here's my question. Go ahead. Because you've seen you've seen this uh, a bunch of or a couple times at least more more than I have. Does he? Do you think he knew immediately that it was not his son? That's a good question. I think There's the way the camera lingers the on station. his face, like when he's looking through the blinds, and he's I, I would like to go back and watch that particular scene again because the camera just stays on his face for a while, and it's pretty hard to discern. But what he says, his dialogue is extremely certain, and he denies the DNA test, which makes me think he knows mm. that it would probably come back not a match. That's but interesting. But I, I don't know. He's, yeah. he's very delusional. Well, the one of the most that that was sort of my thought too. But one of the most fascinating scenes in the movie is when the mother comes and like is immediately yeah. like hell no but god that's so it was like speaking of Ari Aster that was like um hereditary dinner scene levels of awkward yeah <laughs> and then that like she confronts her in the bedroom the mother confronts her in the bedroom and sees her naked and like just gets right up in her grill and just like what what would you expect me to do or something like that it's just she kind of like grabs her stomach too at yeah, that point yeah. and sort of like has her in a little 
grip. And, but well, then she's like, you know, you know, I know you're not my son. Whoever you are, you fucked up, but don't hurt him. And it's like, oh, yeah. we're all buying into this now. <laughs> well, then she was like, be there for him because he's yeah. going yeah. into some shit. Well, did, yeah. wasn't there yeah. also like motor oil in that sequence too? Like that was she the part. She says it leaking from her nipples. It's like, nipples. that's her. Yeah, it's like she's got spotting from motor oil. Yeah. The mom, did, listen, the mom is like, you it's take not health just like class? you're a woman, and, but you're pregnant. And then it's like a car baby too. Like John, that's, all <laughs> John, that's just where motor oil comes from. You didn't know that? Yeah, no. <laughs> ah, I'm like, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Matilda. No, no go, go ahead. ahead. John, to your question about like, does he know or not? Like, I feel like, I feel like he does and he doesn't both. Like the answer is both. And I feel like yeah. that's true in so much of their relationship. Like is how I took it. Like when I'm watching it and I'm like, is this okay? Like it is and it isn't. Right. And yeah. is this sweet yeah. or horrifying? Like, yes, both. Both. <laughs> There's something like it keeps you so emotionally off balance the entire time that it's so effective. I feel like. Well, it's yeah, uh, cause it, yeah, ahead, at Casey. the same time you get the feel, you get the feeling that he does kind of care for her. And it's, yeah. there's a period where he's like, I'm going to be here for you. Yeah. I was right, going to say, she's, he's pretty, yeah. It, well, it reminds me of like an improv where they say like, yes, and is like sort of yeah. it's like they both are just like, yes, anding each other the entire like for the whole rest of the movie. Oh, that's a good way to put it. The, and but it's and and like I also feel like the director uh, de Cornell or de Cornell, she is sort of doing the same thing, right? Like, I think, Matilda, you're right. Like, it's left very ambiguous intention. Like, who knows what? Who's believing what? Who's believing what? Because they want to believe it. I, like she's trying, she's ambivalent, I think, in the script and the way that it's presented, um, and and playing with that in within scenes, even right. Like that's again, that's like when I was talking about the tension earlier. Like that's the tension of like, what are we being asked to believe at any given time? And like, where at any time, one of them could just be like, "Fuck this!" It's like, like this a, it's like a, it's like yeah. a French thriller version of that episode of Seinfeld where George says he has a house in the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. And he takes her parents yes. all the way out into the woods and he's just like, it's just right through here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like that. Um, it's interesting. Right, and there is no moral resolution, right? There's right. like nothing no. at the end. And I think in an American movie, there would have been a moral resolution or like 100% something. And this just lets you be like, well, there it is. The movie had, well, that's right. And American, initially. an American movie would have signaled at some point something you should feel about any of these characters. And it's really, yeah, you're right. It's never given to you yeah and that's that's hard i mean that's the when colleen and i recorded that's essentially i was like i don't know what to make of it because i don't know what i'm supposed to think i and, think i was sort of primed for it because they from the get-go your main character is this serial killer so at that point kind of yeah, all bets yeah, are off yeah. right I, I was gonna say like the if there's a moral judgment it's that she dies the 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 dad the man vincent lives Dude, that's fine that's a hell and, of like, a final vincent shot gets a Vincent gets a baby. Like he gets a new this, Adrian. Like, yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I really would. I, I kind of wanted it to be more of a car. If I'm being yeah. honest, like <laughs> I was legit hoping for a mini Cooper. I was hoping some, like <laughs> I was hoping for like some wheels or like a robo arm or something. Like I was like, Oh, come on. Like, or just like a little flame jump yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to, you're going to make me wait the whole movie to see what robo like car baby looks like. And this is, it's just got a little piece of metal. And it's like, come on. 
but yeah. I did like that they showed some of it though, because they could have yeah, been like, yeah. "We're not going to show it," and yeah, I was like, yeah. "No, there well, we go. titanium's the, fine." Yeah, the they're, whole they're, head they're, was titanium. It was like titanium yeah. skull, some which like, it, yeah, that was just like you, you almost couldn't see it. I mean, look, like this is. I was going to say there's not a lot of effects in this movie. There's actually a lot of effects, but that was like a. What if it that, was? That would have been like a very aggressive. What if it was just like a model car kind of situation? And then right before we cut to black, it just goes beep beep. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's like, like a little Herbie fade to black. It's like it turns into the origin story of Tomater. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I want to talk about the body horror, like the horror aspects here. But one of like which the most, you love, just to be I, clear, I do love, love it. it. Same, same. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> Guys, I, so I the the scene though where she is giving birth, I was. One of the things I was thinking in the theater, because being in the theater was both really engrossing because I could hear in surround sound a lot oh. of the sounds, like the sound of her taping down her breasts and her belly. But like I could hear I could hear everything. And then I could also I was taken out a moment because she is fully nude, the actress, Agatha Roussel, fully nude in that scene. And he opens up her legs in order to help her give birth. And I'm yeah. like. God damn, like that is a, like, I know that there are movie tricks to keep people <laughs> comfortable, but that's a lot of like filming that scene alone and this being her for like the yeah. casting director found her on Instagram. She came in and read 12 times for decor now to make sure that she could handle it. But like, that's a really vulnerable scene to be in, I think as an actor. And they both just hundred percent nailed it. Mm -hmm. Okay, she's naked like half of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that. She is, by the yes. time they got there, it's like, yeah, you know. But like he's, you know, opens up her legs, not in a sexual way, but to give, to help her have the baby. And it's just like, that's a really intimate position I don't know. to be in with someone. I freaking yeah. love the makeup and everything, though. The way that this whole thing was designed around this lady having a car baby and the way towards <laughs> the end, like as you start to see her belly start to split open Oof. at one point. And you, but you could still see like the glass behind it backing it up or the metal or whatever. And it was just titanium placenta. And then as it, yeah, exactly. And as it all came apart at the end, it was just really well done. It was disgusting and it made you cringe, but you couldn't look away. It was well, she's scratching kind of good. and her yeah, finger right. goes through her skin so, and it comes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The tearing. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It's not. What I were think, your other favorite body horror parts? Uh, I have to be honest. <laughs> sure. I think raw. I, I think raw is grosser, just on a bare like body horror grossness raw is level. More taboo. Yeah, I think. But like, I need to go back and rewatch it. Like, I watched when it, I think of raw, I just think of the. Year, but I think of the finger biting in raw. That scene was yeah. pretty pretty gnarly. I also yeah. loved the callback in the shower, like early on when they're in the shower and the actor from raw says like yeah. it always hurts when you pull which i think is like a waxing scene callback for oh, raw interesting. yeah right wow. and the characters are all named the same thing adrian alexia oh. and justine are all the characters from raw justine right i remember that yeah mm -hmm. i was like God. like the first time i heard the names i was like colleen what's going on <laughs> she was like i don't know we have Kaylin's to like watching. where's my notes where's my notebook <laughs> i gotta write this down she's like but shut John's up i told you to buy your own popcorn <laughs> I did not even finish my popcorn and I always do. That's how uh affecting it's interesting. <laughs> just kind of I guess like, <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> that the film is kind of like reverse. It's like front loaded with action. It's like the vast majority of the murder and really over the top kind of set pieces all happen in that first act. And then it and then it turns into 
like a claustrophobic, very human thriller, which is sort of interesting. I mean, even the end doesn't really ramp up. I mean, there's a finale, but like the craziest stuff happens in the first 25, 30 yeah. minutes, really. She's walking Dude, The only thing that looks happen. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that looks like the beginning is that fire truck dance scene. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that and I don't the fire know. What's... That like the Vincent kills that one suspicious dude in fire, just like she yeah. turned her family. I was on very, fire. I was very confused. I was very confused as to what I was supposed to make of that dance scene, like because she had done so much work to like blend in that it seemed like almost her revealing herself, sort of or something. Well, it definitely was. I, that was the most uncomfortable I was in the entire movie. Was that dance scene? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it juxtaposes that like I mean that that scene especially is hyper masculine. The whole firehouse vibe is like aggro, and, like macho. But they're like literally moshing, and you know they throw her up on the fire truck for her solo, and she reverts back to the kind of like seductive, feminine, right. exotic car dancing show. that she did when she was a car stripper. Yeah, car ca- stripper. I kind of read it as like femininity going over like a lead balloon in that context. I don't. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it what's did. this? <laughs> well, they were all super, yeah. Like, they were all super, like, I love the yeah. one. There's like a dude who's totally, he's like, has his shirt off and he's like drinking a beer and he, he like looks away <laughs> to take a sip. Like, you're not a sweaty bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a weird scene. Uh, but John, wait, Caitlin, what were your other yeah. favorites? Yeah. Please. My body horror. So I was talking about this recently and when she's, the, the abortion scene is rough. The nose-breaking scene. Oh, my God. The abortion scene was so ridiculous. Like, that was actually maybe the most awkward scene in the movie. Well, that's uh, that's why I'm like, she's a fucking sociopath, because she doesn't feel anything except... Like, she has her physiological needs met with, like, food and sex a few times, but she, like, doesn't... I mean, she when she looks to break her nose, for example, she's like, well, gotta hit it on this sink to get the job done. Gotta do a home abortion here in this guest bathroom at my girlfriend's. Like just no feelings like i'm gonna get the job done like it's wild mm-hmm. and then the chair through the roommate i mean like all of it it's sort of like yakety sacks almost like how many of you are there like, <laughs> yeah, that i love that that line it's great uh the chair that like i see that i wouldn't even call the chair through the face body hard that's just straight like i don't know what that's like a kill scene i mean it's like that could have been in like a friday the 13th movie you know like yeah. so I do yeah, like, I but, like yeah, the abortion in the nose. And honestly, for me, the wrapping of the body. Yeah. I mean, those are quieter moments of body horror, oh. but all that pregnant belly wants to do is grow. Yeah. And she's using that ACE bandage, which is dirty. And I'm like, you need to change that. Your wounds are going to get infected. And like, she's taping her breasts down and they start to leak. I'm like, fuck me. Like get some help. <laughs> that was the other thing I was impressed with, like makeup wise and stuff in this. And I swear I wasn't staring. I swear. But like she kept ta- every time she taped those things down, like the wounds from the tape kept getting progressively worse. Right, and you could see right. how sore yeah. she was just from the marks that was leaving and they were getting gross. worse and spreading. It was like, Oh God. I, maybe this movie is gross. I still think raw is probably a little more gross, but <laughs> I have some legit Eric just chiming in. Raw still gross. <laughs> I was legit just like in a fugue state for most of this movie. Just like, what am I watching? Right? Like you guys are remembering so much detail that did not stick with me. It's crazy. 
Like, Vincent sets his chest on fire near the end. He's in bed and he's drunk and he's like, flick, flick, flick. And it's like, what the? I was kind of like, confused. I, I love it. He's drinking, he yeah. drinks the liquor and he just like spits it out onto his own chest. <laughs> I was kind of confused when, great. when he seems to get poisoned by his stuff, but like then he well, doesn't die. Like, I, I didn't totally get that scene. I was thrown off by that too. That's where I was like, is this steroids? Because what, like why? Well, I thought I don't know she had poisoned works, him so, like, or something. Maybe that happened. I thought she had poisoned him and then was going to kill him after that. But then well, she chose does not go to, to give him like a really big dose and he like cuts her off basically. Well, but she tries, she goes to, I think that's a scene where she's straight up. He's incapacitated and she goes to stab him and can't like, doesn't yeah, do I was gonna say she has her hairpin and she looks at him and he looks so pitiful, just like draped unconscious yeah. over this pink bathtub. And she's just like, yes. All right. <laughs> My question, do you get bruises like that from do, injecting steroids in your butt? I, I, did, I didn't know that was a thing. Well, you do have to, I mean, he, he said like, you have to go into muscle. And so it probably, do, I mean, it would bruise. Oof. It's, I don't know. Yikes. Is it worth it, John? Well, to, well <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you after my race. Marathon honor. <laughs> you doping well, for the Maybe Philly marathon? Yeah. I'm coming in 4,000th place. <laughs> <laughs> for these steroids, I would have been 8,000. <laughs> There's that, you ever see uh, that documentary, John, with a guy who he hires like a Russian scientist to help him dope for like some, it's not even professional bicycling. It's like one level down from like professional or whatever. And then uh, he just it, still can't do it. Like he doesn't do it. <laughs> it's a fa- it's a fascinating documentary. I'll tell you I, I have not seen it. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else about uh, Titan? There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot uh, in terms of gender. I think there's a lot in terms of like forging connections between two really broken people. There's, there's so much to this. And I think that it is really thoughtful. I also want to say that the soundtrack absolutely slaps. The soundtrack. Uh, I've been listening to it. And also I want to point out that I think it's John Williams that did the soundtrack. And like, there are some really cool songs that Italian song where she's on her killing spree. Awesome. The song she dances to doing it to death amazing but like the songs that were the the parts of the score that were written for the movie john williams titled one of them car fuck the other one was called <laughs> beach puke and i was like yes, no way when you say we have no time when you to say do fancy titles when you say john williams like i might be making i might be getting it wrong i, I'll I was, pull it up i was checking this because i was like wait you mean john like <laughs> star wars i don't know anything <laughs> you guys now What's interesting is that all of the original songs are, I don't know if they're pop, like actual pop songs or originals, but they're all Jim Williams. Jim Williams. I'm sorry. Williams. (laughs) No, but it's interesting. All of the fucking car puke. All of those like (laughs) pop songs are all like English language, which I thought was kind of an interesting touch. So there's a, there's a future Island song in this that it sounded like they like got a French person to sing. It was very strange. I was like, I know this song, but then I'm like, it sounds like 20% different than this. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I was just like fucked up. From I this don't movie know what a future something. island is. Uh, yeah, I, I'll figure out what song it was. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just want to heap a lot of praise on cause it's, it's something. And I really enjoyed doing the more deadly episode with Rachel and Ariel. They had some really cool insight about the, the process of decor now that I didn't know. So I would definitely direct people over there. Love it. All right. Would you recommend Titan, John? 
I have been recommending it to people, but you got to know who you're making your recommendation to. Like, I'm not calling my mom and being like, yeah. hey, check out um, Titanic. But yeah, folks, it's a great movie. Folks, we have a, a Martyrs slash like human centipede situation on our hands. That means be, yeah, yeah. be no, careful. 100%. Be careful out there. Um, although you luckily, luckily it's a French film, so you're not going to get random coworkers asking you about it. Like human centipede. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, people Kate- start seeing this on TikTok or something. <laughs> Caitlin. Yeah, I would. I, uh, a friend of mine texted me after I released the plug it up, uh, episode on it. And he was like, your uh, synopsis made me physically ill. And I was like, yeehaw <laughs> mission accomplished. So Casey. yes, I would recommend. Yes, I would recommend, but I want to sow chaos and think everybody should watch it, even the movies. <laughs> even my mom? That's fucked up, dude. Specifically John's mom. Leave my hey, mom it's going to be a Thanksgiving you would never forget, John. <laughs> Matilda. Yes, I would definitely recommend this. And, you know, a movie has to, like, stick with me in order for me to really love it. Mm. And so this definitely fits that criteria um it's both beautiful and an ordeal and so <laughs> that's a good way to put it for sure all right love it i would also say yes five thumbs up in the bgh crew let's take a quick break and do some fan mail somewhere in deepest space all hell is breaking loose they cut the power how could they cut the power man get them out of there Aliens. This time, it's war. Aliens, the new movie. Rated R. This is Diane Franklin from Better Off Dead with Bloody Good Horror. I feel like I have to put this in my top 10. Uh, I texted you specifically because I'm looking at fucking Psycho Gorman at number eight and thinking about how upset I would be. <laughs> Can you give me my list, please, in full? Yes. Yep. Number one is Promising Young Woman. Number two, The Night House. Number three, Candyman. Number four, The Green Knight. Five is Fear Street. Six, Forever Purge. Seven, Werewolves Within. Eight, Psycho Gorman, nine, Halloween Kills, and ten, Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin. Oh, you could you could bump Paranormal Activity for this. Okay. I don't really know where it's going. Let's just put that, let's just put this at like five for now. Okay. That was an easy one. Got off scot free on that one, John. Was not difficult. I, I I don't remember what I booted. Do you do you have it there? I remember what I booted to put Paranormal Activity on there. Uh, you booted, I think you booted Boys from County Hell, but I've got everything yeah. you have booted, which is Malignant, yeah. The Stylist, 
Sensor, St. Maud, Boys from County Hell, Old, and now Paranormal Activity next to Ken. Feel free to um, fully delete Malignant. I'm just kidding. That one's not going on there. Um, I, like that. I love how much you've soured on it at this point, though. It's yeah, gone it hard is, the other day. I was fooled. I was tricked into saying good things about it. <laughs> it is cool when she slash he matrix fights, reverse matrix fights in the... Um, that is pretty cool. I think it it deserved a spot on the list for at least a week or two, at least for that scene. Sounds like it might make its way back up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You never know. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com is email address. Other things going on currently at BGH. Um, good news, John. I finally got Canadian Chris's t-shirt out. I nice. Did it. I did it. I did. I saw a shipping notification. Yeah. I thought that might have been. It's the harrowing journey. For that t-shirt um Canada. for the fans eric for the fans that's right um don't forget coming up december monday december 1st the bgh classics feed officially launches if you already have the patreon podcast feed that's going to become the classics feed um and if you sign up you grab that link from your patreon you can get all all of the spinoff stuff is in there now if you've all the casey content you could ever want it's in there right now you betcha um and there's um, Sophisticult and some Eric shows in there. But uh, starting in December 1st, you're just going to start to get classics in that feed, John. Um, and I started out trying to vet them ahead of time because I just, I don't know what's in these shows, John. I just wanted to hear them. But I, I can I know, already I tell. Nervous. I can already tell. It's not going to, they're just going up. It's not yeah, going to no, happen. I, so. I, believe, I, I know. <laughs> I, did, I, I did my best for like two weeks to try to do it properly let's just ask like if we said anything in one of these episodes and someone <laughs> listens to it and they're like oh guys that didn't age well shoot me an email. you know just, just <laughs> ping info at bloody horror instead of like taking it public <laughs> that would be much appreciated um all right actually i don't know i gotta check here if we have email um matilda if people want to hear you not on bloody good horror um how would they do that um, so I am on one of the podcasts at the Zombie Girls Network, which is the old, um, the OG Zombie Girls podcast, um, with Rachel and Ariel, Ariel from More Deadly, who've both been here, and also Sarah, and sometimes Jody. Um, so they can head over to zombiegirls.com and look for us there. And that is spelled G-R-R-L-Z, because... Of course, yes. right. like, so you know. your we cover the yes. No, we, it's 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 Riot Girl. Ways. I'm kidding, Caitlin. I know <laughs> I'm about Riot. Girl. We are <laughs> we are sure to um, cover the spelling extensively here on the show every week. Um, love it. I don't actually see any email. Live inbox checking. This is yeah. <laughs> here we are. We've made it. Checking that inbox in real time. <laughs> oh, okay. that's a lie. Oh, no, that was just an offer for sperm pills or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I actually got a bunch Viagra. of I got a bunch of promotional things that so is not anything. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, cool. Should I've, we move on? Or? Sight unseen here, <laughs> John. Doing this. <laughs> Caitlin and Kissimmee. The subject is business advice. Oh, episode ninety-five. We were reviewing Saw 5. John suggests that insurance companies should sue the Saw franchise for defamation of character since they wouldn't give Jigsaw insurance because he had cancer, and John is pretty sure that that is not true, and it looks bad for them. 
It's a pre-existing condition. Like, isn't that like part of Obamacare? Like, ACA fixed that shit. I thought. Right, but he, but but he predates Obama, John. You're talking about Bush years. The first Jigsaw yeah. dies in the Bush years, I think, in canon. That was '95. Yeah, I think he said that was a while ago. Is that when he died? No. Well, regardless, the first Saw came out in like 2000. Three or something, two thousand two or three. It was Rachel who was on that not. show with us, who still who like broke my brain thinking about like the history of the Saw how franchise. Much, yeah, how much like politics have changed, Jim? Yeah, uh, John. This by next way, one. I meant, by the way, I meant episode ninety five, not nineteen. Oh, got it. I was like, damn, Casey knows exactly where the diagnosis. Um, John, this is one of my all time favorites. Episode one thirty three, Resident Evil Afterlife. John would like to see a business model for the Umbrella Corporation and find out where yeah. their revenue comes from since it's the apocalypse and their lights are still on. He also believes the structure <laughs> of their quote-unquote lair is outlandish for what they quote-unquote do, which he isn't sure of either. <laughs> That's episode 133, if you have access to the archives. I remember that conversation made the episode 500 clip reel because it was just one of my favorite Schnars moments ever was him just absolutely livid trying to figure out what uh because it remember that one john that was they had some cockamamie yeah, I, plan yeah. for like repopulating the world and stuff there was like yeah. a whole thing i actually can we bring that segment back i'd like more like business reflection on some of these movies <laughs> no, i mean those weren't that wasn't a segment that was just me ranting yeah. no I, I official <laughs> segment yeah uh what what's the business that that needs analysis in titan I guess the, I mean, the car, is she the sexy tips car show car business. Show? <laughs> she was not no. getting tips. No, I mean, no, unless they're going to Venmo her. Be there. That was like a job, right? Like she wasn't. I went to a burlesque show, and they, you could get, you know, you could Venmo the artists. But, I think yeah, that's maybe like she has an OnlyFans. Right? Could she could have totally. an OnlyFans? Yeah. Um, it's not working great because she's living at home. So we should talk about a savings plan for her. We got to get. Well, her. maybe she is. Saving. This is it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And she needs a doctor who's not her dad. Also yeah. In the first scene, yeah, right? Like her dad examines. Her. Yeah, it's not great. I didn't like that. Um, well, that. Uh, we, yeah, yeah, we, we've moved on. But the the dad <laughs> relationship, her with her dad, because like she's clearly an asshole kid. We established that up front. But <laughs> he like hates her as an adult too. Like it's like. Death you know eight. what this is, John? This movie is like a it's like a PSA for the dangers of not finding that dad quiet place in your head that you can just go mm-hmm. to and shut everything out because he can't yeah. do it in the car and you see what happens, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, there's like a, that's like she was a kick in the seat. Like, oh, my yeah, God. Some people have asked. I would have pulled the car over and just been like. You're about to get murdered. You kind of pulled over. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. Uh, that's that's when you just break checker. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck this kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. It's just a little love tap, John. Just to keep it online. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I completely forgot. Um, infoapplodiahorror.com. Casey, what do we got on Twitter? We have two tweets this week. Our hashtag SBGH ask us questions, we'll answer. First up, our longtime friend Alex Jones. Where do you stand on sweet potatoes with marshmallows? Me? Just give me the marshmallows. I'm more I'm not a cinnamon. S- I like the like crusty cinnamon topping that you get some, you know. I mean, I love uh I love sweet potatoes, so I'm good with sweet potatoes. I'd rather just have the marshmallows. I'm not a sweet potato fan. Oh, they're so good. 
I, it's honestly not a dish I'm going to grab at Thanksgiving. It's usually not one that makes the cut for me. You got to do it right. Well, yeah, you have a I cut? Skip. Like you're cutting? <laughs> like what? I have uh, the what two are you Thanksgivings doing? I'm going to. It's like one is 30 people, one is 25 people. It's a lot of food there. Pretty much the only I'm, thing I'm not. I'm saying like there's nothing I'm not taking. I'm not I taking. Sure uh, I'm not taking green beans because they're stupid. I don't care if it's in a casserole or not. I'm, I'm not <laughs> taking them. They're stupid. Green beans are like legitimately one of my favorite foods. Ugh, no, See, if I'm not taking the sweet potatoes, I have more room for corn casserole. And I don't, oh, that's not, we don't do corn casserole. And I don't also don't care about cranberry sauce. I don't care if it's in a can or if it's real. I don't want it. It's not good. <laughs> I thought you were saying you don't care like which one it is. You're no, I don't, show. I don't really want it. I don't like it. I mix them together. I put it on the turkey. I'll put it on the fucking sweet potatoes. I don't get You know what it is, John? It just makes me want, it's like just close enough to like, this is so stupid. It's just close enough to like ambrosia <laughs> salad. If that's what I really want. <laughs> <laughs> dude uh, yeah i got nothing for that i'm getting a look that of is rec- a marshmallow positive response yeah i'm getting I, i'm getting a look of recognition from matilda so i'll take that as a win yeah. all right is that it casey no i'm sorry i guess i was reading <laughs> now next one comes up another longtime friend i'm gonna hold off on the name for a moment which movie is more embarrassing to be caught crying over in public footloose the remake or cats. Spoiler alert, Matilda's answer is both. Anybody has oh. any <laughs> Oh, is this a Rachel question? Oh, this this is a Rachel question. <laughs> Stinker. Oh, yeah, Jeff. I love it. Rachel and I saw both the new Footloose and the new Cats in the theater together. Um and the first friend hangout we had, just the two of us, we saw the new Footloose, and I was moved. <laughs> I was big enough to admit this, I Who, was moved. Who's in that movie? We d- I did not cry at the new Cats, because the new Cats is like drugs. I don't know if any of you have seen that. No. Yes. Who is yeah, in the... When I saw it New Year's Day, twenty and may have brought about the end of the world through that. <laughs> Wait, when you say it's like drugs, like you felt like you were on drugs when you were watching it, or... It's about yes. drugs? Oh. No. You, I know it's drugs. like real weird. I know it's, there's like yeah. cat buttholes. I've seen that on the internet. <laughs> the if the uncanny butthole, valley is so disturbing in yeah. that. And yeah. It's a weird one. Okay. Incredible question though. <laughs> I did. When was the Footloose remake? Did that just like go past me? I like, it was in my That's dad weird. happy place maybe. I don't think you missed much. It's about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit. Oh, all right. Okay. I thought it was like more recent than that. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Love it. Is that it, Casey? That is it. Love it. Okay. We are on Instagram. Bloody good horror. First question. How good is the soundtrack to Titan? How how good is this soundtrack to Titan? I'm saying top five of 2021. Who has five more answers to that question i don't know <laughs> i see a movie and i'm like that soundtrack's cool and then i forget about it because like, <laughs> caitlin's not yes. keeping a list for me we can start one it was it was a very good soundtrack yeah, yeah. and it's Sounds his name good. is jim williams as jim it turns williams. out <laughs> distant relation <laughs> i'm like john williams the star Wars guy? John, John, I don't know anything. Yeah, I think he's dead. Like, he was is like, he dead? He's not dead. Is he alive? I no, because I think he's done. I think he did all those modern ones too. Yeah, he did all the recent uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Wow. Did Love he do it. the Jurassic Parks? 
The new ones? Didn't he, he did the old I don't one? No, right? He did do the old one. I don't yeah. know if he did the new ones on those. We can look this up later. Um, yeah. Next up, this is from Darcy John. This is our latest Candyman Patreon supporter. Will any of y'all BGH peeps be at Horror Hound in Cincinnati? I guess that's really just a question for Casey because he's the, actually lives near there. We may get there that one in the spring. They're switching up the schedule on us, so they're doing Cincinnati. They did Cincinnati coming back this year in the fall, and then they're coming back to Cincinnati in the spring. But it's only about two hours from us, so we may be there for a day or two. We're debating it. I uh, I mean I didn't know. I guess are a lot of horror cons back? Is that like happening in? They're full starting to yeah yeah. Uh, Most I mean, of them have precautions. I've been in it. I've been in an airport. I mean, an airport's a little less lingery, I guess, than a convention. But dude, I'm commuting to work on the subway every day. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not, a, I'm not above a horror con. I'm Did just, you get I that there? Curious. You get that a uh, booster shot there, John? Just think about getting mine. Uh, I'm waiting after the race. I didn't want to get it before the race because I'm a sense. performance athlete. Right. So, right, right. I get that. I mean, I I like, I to, like, what's the point? Like, if I get sick, I'll be like fucking annoyed. You know. I got my booster because I am also a performance athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, I, me and Aaron Rodgers are on the same program, so we're immunized. <laughs> you know. I had to Google who that was after all the kerfuffle. Oh my God. <laughs> you had to Google Aaron Rodgers? No, that's, there's A-Rod, and I thought that was, I no. thought Aaron Rodriguez was the guy's name, but that's different. Because wow. yeah. one's baseball and one is football. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are different people. Dave would like to know, have you seen The Green Knight yet? Not really horror, but still glorious. We have, we have Dave. So we six, did a show on it back in September. Fifty something, yeah. Six fifty or six thirty-two. Uh, this oh. this person mm-hmm. says another film uh, on the subject of Titan. Another film we won't get for ages. Sucks to be Scottish. I was like, oh. My That's response cool. was that it seems cool to be Icelandic. They seem like they really know what they're doing. Happiest people in the world, John. Did you know that? I didn't, but they are consistently okay. York. Mm. Um, York. <laughs> She's from Iceland. What's the most horrifying French film you've ever seen? I think it's like a really long list. I think like it's. <laughs> it's got to be yeah. Martyrs for me. A few things made me just want to crawl out of my own skin as much as Martyrs did. Yeah, Martyrs is up there. I mean, Martyrs isn't even. Sure. I wouldn't even qualify that as most disturbing French movie. I think it might be the most disturbing movie I've ever seen. Eric, I have never seen Martyrs. Oof. I I don't know that you should. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't watch I, it again. I would have put now. Inside ahead uh, of Martyrs. Potentially. No, but Inside is really Martyrs is like a gauntlet. Like Inside is really just like a build up to one scene, which is admittedly disturbing, but still. What was the other? Wasn't there another thing that came out around the same time as Martyrs that was also real? Uh, there was a bad one by that dude Xavier Jens. That guy. He did one that was like kind of a. Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff. I'm trying to remember what the name of that was. Them. Them was different. Oh, them yeah. was like a home invasion thing. Them is yeah. the one that people would always say that The Strangers was inspired by them, but I never yeah. could really find like them a was line. The, them was kids, wasn't it's it? It's kids, yeah. People hyped it up, and then I watched it after the hype, and I was like, it was fine. Oh, John, Frontier Race. Frontier. Frontiers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Frontiers. It's not great from what I remember. but We did a show on it. Matilda? Yeah. Scary. Uh, it's not horrifying because of the movie, but the movie Double Lover, which is a French film. Mm. Did you ever see that? It's like a French thriller. Sounds like a French about 
psychiatrists. Um, I saw it with my mom and it opened like in a matinee and it opens with a shot of a cervix. Like that's the first thing you see. And it, so it was just a lot at three in the afternoon with my mom. who's like, <laughs> three in the doesn't have an inside movie voice and was just like, at least she has a muff, you know, like, she- <laughs> <laughs> wait, how did you pick it? Like, did you know going in? It was going to be, picked it. Oh my God. <laughs> I told her you'll have to come on, plug it up for that one because it sounds like it might fit. Oh my god! Uh, It'll just be an episode about your relationship with your mother, maybe. But yeah, that's so. That's what's burned in my psyche. I don't know if it's the most horrifying movie, but it was the most horrifying experience I've had in a French film. (laughs) So, uh, John, Mm. the the Instagram question questioners have adjusted now, and instead of asking me about like beer and junk food, they just ask me like weird health food questions now. (laughs) So they've adjusted. Okay. Just heads up. Uh, what are your thoughts on naturally lactose-free cheese, John? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, do they make cheese with like lactate or something? Like, I've never heard of that before. Genetically modified cows. I do know that like goat's cheese. GMCs. Goat cheese has less lactose in, like a lot less, so it's like tolerable for some people. Like, I I'll eat it sometimes. It's good. I'll eat any kind of cheese. So. And I think yeah, parm- putting that out there. I think parm like uh, parmesan is like has less lactose. Something like sure. that. Sure. Um, Parmesan's delicious. This is oh. a great. I'm sure this will be a polarizing question here. Ideal temperature range. Yeah, I came ready to fight. It's not a range. It's, it's not or? a range for me. I'm, I'm. Let's say you're indoors, John. You're setting that thermostat for me. It's 72 all year round. I don't. Re- re- I don't think there's a range for me. Uh, mine's 65 year round. Oh, it's 65 in here right now, and I want to die. I want like 10 blankets right now. <laughs> That's Wait, 71 in here right now. You have now. short sleeves die. on air. Yeah, I'm like, freezing. Oh, I had wish to show the guns for the live feed. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it cooler, but I do adjust depending on the season. But if I get to choose just in general, and I don't mean this to be funny, I would keep it at 69, like 68, 69. I guess with an air conditioning, I might go to like a 68. could have said 68, and now you have to be funny about <laughs> I guess, it. So. I'm decidedly not funny. <laughs> with yeah, air, Caitlin you- says she doesn't want to make a joke, but every time she sets a temperature, she goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. With air conditioning. I'm, I'm with like- Casey. I'm like a 65. Yeah. Lizard people. When I'm sleeping, I want it colder than that. If, if I could get it, it's hard. Oh, I want it warm when I'm sleeping. Hot. No. What? Not in the in the winter. <laughs> I mean, right now I'm thinking of the winter. Like I want it cool oh in the summer. Oh my god. I basically Dude, want I, it. I need it to be the opposite of whatever it is outside. My problem in the winter, especially like our apartment, we have radiator heat, so like you can't turn it off. It's like the fucking walls yeah. are just like hot. I like sweat. Like my ass off every night. Sounds, I just can't not. That sounds I'm wonderful. like, I'll wake up completely, just not, no blankets, sweating. It's brutal. I mean, you're also talking to somebody who liked the Florida heat, John. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like strange breed. Um, two more questions. Does this answer any of the questions I had at the end of the movie Raw? I hope so. No, I'm gonna say no. It doesn't even answer any questions we had during this, this movie. movie, right? Like, <laughs> like why? I just have a lot of questions around that baby. Um, last question: Best Thanksgiving horror movie, and why is it Thanksgiving? There's like uh, two. Like, I, what's not the true. other one? Yeah. Not true. First of all, John, there are multiple Thanksgiving movies. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm not counting any of those as my. Favorite, I actually here. So. I get a whole. I, I had a whole conversation. Blood rage has to be. So that's my answer is blood rage, which John John yeah. has probably not seen, but mm-hmm. um, there is blood rage they did on the last drive-in, and it's like this real cheap '80s slasher that they shot in a Florida apartment complex, which is kind of my favorite part about it. And there's like weird incest things going on, but there was a really amazing last drive-in episode. But it's set on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's fun. I'm trying to find my. What are the What are my other options here? I don't, you You got to know them, John. You got to be smart. Let's see. Blood Rage, Thanks Killing, Thanks Killing Three. Um, Not two. <laughs> yeah, Thanks Killing Two is set on is set on Easter, actually. Yeah. Blood Freak. <laughs> I'm also told, John. There's another one called Christy, although I have not seen that one. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking. Escape Room is a Halloween. Escape Apparently. Room is a Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving? Really? Or sorry, yeah, it says Thanksgiving. I put in Thanksgiving horror movies. That's Escape amazing. Room came up. Uh, I remember that being a big part. <laughs> yeah, that that's about it. Grindhouse? Because I had the trailers. Oh, wait. There's that movie that came uh, out on Shudder well, last year, Pilgrim. It's where like the family hires actors that are reenacting pilgrim times and then they like overtake the house and it's like home invasion slash like culty it's real weird it's hmm. good i haven't seen that but hmm. john i guess a more important question have you ever seen a thanksgiving horror movie well no i i mean right so i've don't. not seen any of these yeah pilgrim i might consider watching that's the one um, I, I forgot I, about it until now some body horror oh a treat this thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I, I've actually never seen Thanks Killing, so that probably that could be the answer, John. But it just, it's not good. Never, yeah, <laughs> brother's just gonna listen to this and be pissed because he loves Thanks Killing. But I just—I'm not even sure that I ever realized that's a real thing until someone brings it up as a real thing. I'm like, wait, that's not like a parody joke. Thing, like the only way I'm ever watching Thanks Killing is if one of my children. Now is if they ask me to watch movie. it. Is thanks, well, I know. I'm assuming when they're like 13, they're like, I don't really know. I'll be like, well, I, I think guess the we, turkey fucks a human woman. I think. No. Oh, is thanks guess killing? Guess what? I'm choosing for stat picks. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll like, I'll text you, Caitlin, if I'm considering watching it with one of my kids in 10 years. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, I probably um, don't need to with them, but yeah. That's going to do it. I don't know that we know what we're doing next week. We, we got options. We're doing this week. We're going to, we were want to do antlers, but it does not seem to be watchable yet. So we're going to wait and we'll uh, figure something out. But we basically this time of year are just trying to get in the biggest recommends of the year from people before year end, John. Just, yeah. So if there's a big one out there that you really enjoyed, we haven't covered, tweet us yes. at BG, BG, BG Horror. <laughs> Yes. All right, guys, that's going to do it. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll talk to you soon. See you. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye.